this is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. This is Kerry Earnhardt, and you're listening to Earnhardt Outdoors, where the pavement ends and the dirt road begins. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Earnhardt Outdoors. I'm your host, Kerry Earnhardt, coming to you from the Exalta Studio. And alongside me is an outdoor enthusiast and former driver like myself, Hank Parker Jr., and <laughs> the people that make us, our better halves, our wives. That's right. Double trouble, Kerry. We are launching out into a new realm of the podcast. I never saw this coming. <laughs> no. And this will be very exciting to have them here because it's all about to be laid bare on the table. Yeah, I know. And if we leave here in good graces and able to ever hunt again, it will be a miracle. So with that, Hank, I mean, Wendy, not Hank, Hank. Wendy and Renee, welcome. Thanks for having us. I just want to point out something. So we've got a little paper we're looking at, and I noticed that as Carrie's (laughs) getting to introduce us, Hank starts laughing hysterically and carrie leaves out the word lovely yeah, i'm just saying I see that. he didn't say lovely too. wives but that's okay we'll let you have a well, we'll I let said you have the one people that pass. make us i mean that's better than lovely yeah i was impressed honestly. i don't know if i want credit for that do you i, know, I don't know i don't i don't think that's good enough <laughs> but that's okay well i will promise you i'm a better person than i was before oh. all the work you've put into me <laughs> okay that's sort of good job yeah good job good save babes nice well thanks for having us what, what, did, what can I say now? Where are we going hunting? That's an, I get a credit there. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. That was good. Now, I can testify to that, too, because, you know, Carrie is a, a much better guy. And, and it is good. We talk about family. We've talked about hunting all season, uh, all, year all year long. long. And uh, we've talked about getting our families involved and making sure guys stay involved with their families and don't get too carried away with things and do things on their own, that they're plugged into their families. And so... Why not better to to have our better halves? Like I mean, we've had the kids on here. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's taken them a little bit to invite us on because they were afraid <laughs> that we're going to totally expose their, um, you know, well, savage I mean, outdoor persona. That's it. That's it. Honestly, we've kind of run out of revenues. I mean. Oh, so we're Newman. the last resort, Wendy. <laughs> that's even resort. better. Newman's kind of ditched us, and you know, true, it's you started off good, but you're digging a hole a little <laughs> but, bit. Anyway, let's go back to the the lovely wives <laughs> thing. No, it's, this is good. I, you know, I've always wanted to do this, and it's neat to have our better halves, just because mm-hmm. you know we tell our story, but we want to hear theirs. Hear, we hear the real story, and their what everybody wants to hear. So anyway, so so when girl, you when you Renee when you hear Carrie say, "Hey, I'm going hunting." What do you really hear? Um, honestly, you better fill the freezer this time. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Now, what I really hear is, you know, he's asking me real sweet, nice, you know, is our calendar good for right here, you know, on this this particular date? Such and such wants to go hunting. You know, he's asked me to come along and set up the stands and, and do this and the other. But I honestly, I don't really mind it. I, 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 my, I grew up, my father, really my whole family was... Uh, big in hunting and fishing and so i've lived around it my whole life and i can remember my father doing a big bear hunt every year to canada and all of his friends and them they would take their campers and 
drive up and it would be like a month months out trying to pack food and and get everything in order and so i know the camaraderie that these guys really enjoy mm-hmm. being able to be outdoors and and do those kind of things and, and it's necessary it's needed yeah. and so i like that i just you know wonder when you know my kind of female bonding camaraderie trip happens but <laughs> you've we don't had, ever seem to get hey, there yeah you've had some of them i know i do Let's i'm see. just i'm just busting I mean, your chops we that's get right. june july Charleston. and august that's about yeah. it right yeah yeah when school's out yeah well, I mean, then deer season then turkey season. season then duck season that's even right <laughs> is it september october november december january yeah it's even yeah it's pretty even my math that works but i love what renee said it's needed that's it good. is. I mean, we, we we eat it. That's what we live on. Yeah. yeah. And and I don't hunt. I don't pull the trigger. I was actually opposite. And even when my my father, we would we would do you know we'd eat squirrel, fried squirrel. We'd do rabbit stew. I mean, he everything that he really hunted. He was more of a traditional outdoorsman. And mm-hmm. he, my father's passed away. And the last few years, he would only muzzleload hunt because ah. that's really what he felt was more of a traditional way of, of hunting. And yeah. Um, but growing up, I can remember being really upset with rabbit hunting. I mean, they'd, they'd have the dogs out there. I'd hear the dogs, and I knew what was happening that day. And I sit upstairs because I knew there's a little bunny rabbit. <laughs> but we'd eat it. I mean, you'd have no choice. You yeah. know, we'd have the rabbit stew and put it on our cornbread and all that kind of good stuff. So uh, I enjoy going outdoors. Now, I only coon hunted with my father, raccoon hunted. And actually, that's the only animal I didn't really kill it but you know <laughs> when you take a dog out raccoon hunting if the dog trees the coon you got to reward the dog you got to yeah. get that coon out of That's that tree right. it doesn't matter how long it takes to get it so daddy had shot it and it had fallen in the v of the tree so he said here's your chance he goes it's dead <laughs> no. you're not going to kill it so i shot it out of the tree for the dog oh. so that's sort of my claim to to hunt but i do like to go out and watch and and carrie's taken me out a few times and I, i've got one funny story he took me out the very first time into a tree stand and i've got a picture that maybe we can get posted on the earn outdoor uh social media whenever this airs but anyhow uh my tree stand is up the tree and way <laughs> out on this branch and i've got a picture the of branch it. is leaning <laughs> So he takes me out the 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 morning the, the day before, and so he can show me. We set the where he's put my tree stand, so he can take me out and show me where it's at. And we go up the tree, and I go over the branch and through the branch and <laughs> out, and I get into my tree stand, and I'm like, "Holy cow! We're gonna come out here in the morning, and it's dark, and yeah. I'm not gonna be able to see." So I bring my tennis shoes. So I have my muck boots. And I walk through the, you know, because snakes and stuff, and I walk through the woods. I take my boots off. <laughs> he doesn't realize this, but I take my boots off, and I leave them down at the foot of the tree and put my tennis shoes on so yeah. I could climb up the tree, yeah. go out the branch, and I'm sitting there, and we're in all morning. And it's coming <laughs> a little bit of daylight coming in. And uh, here comes a doe, and here comes a baby with her. Sure enough, the doe comes over, and she's... You know, smelling and sort of stomping, and that baby's just frolicking around, not paying any attention to anything. Well, the mama comes over to the tree, and Carrie's looking down, and she she's acting really scared of something. Oh, yeah. She knows something's up. She she knows we're there. He looks down. He goes, "Are your boots down here at the, the <laughs> foot of the, the tree? tree?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Well, she. Smelled. smelled those boots and she knew and it, I mean, they weren't in there long no. 
But I told him, I said, there ain't no way I'm going to get up here. You set the tree stand, so I had to do what I had to do. So he's not really inviting me out to deer hunt she anymore did good. since she, then. She but. actually sat there the whole time. That's just, she just, had the safety harness and all on. She was strapped in. This is just more How ammo for me. Do what? How long did you sit there? Oh, we were there for about like three okay. hours, about four three hours, hours, something like that. Yeah. He but gives, I really, I really enjoyed it because going back to like not being a you know a hunter, but able to go out and take pictures and do that with the family mm-hmm. and and being able to capture mm-hmm. those moments and everything, I really enjoyed being able to see how she responded to that. And even though you know we weren't really out there, I don't think doe hunting. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't know what Carrie was yeah. really what what we were after at that point in time. I think a buck. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming. But anyhow, so he wasn't too upset with me. But you honestly, if, if one would have come in and got scared off by the does, I guess yeah, doing whatever that that would have not yeah. been good. But um, it was it was fun to see that happen and see how she responded to that, and it was kind of cool. Those are the fun things about being able to go outside, you know, out hunting with the family and with Carrie yeah. and seeing those kind of things. And it's kind of like my youngest daughter; she likes to shoot stuff and then try to bring it back. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know, doctor on it. Like this mama. is the one you gave a 12-gauge, right? Yeah. It's like mama, you know. She's, yeah. I'm the hunter, and she's the veterinarian, so I kill, and she survives. Yeah. Yeah, they went dove hunting. Um, Kayla had went a couple times, and she's a little retriever. Well, it was probably about three years ago, so she would have been 9, 10 years old, and um, she brought a dove in that was not quite dead, and she had not done her job and wrung its neck and so she came in and she had in a little box and she said mama you think you can fix it and i looked at him and i said you need to take care of this this is your baby right here i I didn't know i didn't know she brought it home yeah she had stuck it in her backpack and brought it home just it. yeah that's classic i noticed she was quiet on the ride home I love band-aids on the dove we're gonna fix it all right on a shish kebab It was good. Last year, I um, was unpacking Boone's backpack, and you never know what you're going to find in there. And he had his science book, and as a bookmark, he had a squirrel tail oh, for really? his bookmark. That is <laughs> I thought, hilarious. What does the teachers think about us? <laughs> oh, man. You never know what our kids are going to say. I mean, it's just... It, it, I remember one Christmas, Madison caused a major uproar at, uh, like, pre-K, like, uh, when they go to to like cu- a couple days a week, being way they were doing all this Christmas decoration stuff, and they were making reindeer food, and Madison says that's not what deer eat. Deer eat, come here, deer. <laughs> they don't eat that. And she said, plus my dad would shoot them. <laughs> so all the kids are upset. And come here, deer. Yeah, we got a few phone calls from teachers. <laughs> yeah, that that didn't go over too good. Yeah, she also told the children that Santa Claus wasn't real and continued to fist fight all of them. So it didn't work out real well either way. <laughs> they made her so mad that the come here, deer wasn't being served for the deer. Oh. That it, it got, what a commercial, It though. got ugly. There you go. There you go. We could have that would be a good Santa and his reindeer stopping off. Yeah. <laughs> Renee, where did you grow up? I grew up in the southwestern tip of Virginia in a little town called Royal Retreat. Okay. And I always tell people that we're between Roanoke and Bristol. Okay. Right where 81 and 77 yeah. come together. Yeah. Okay. So in West Virginia. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Virginia. That's what everyone says. If they say, I live in, you know, the western corner of Virginia, you say, oh, okay, West Virginia. They Close get enough. so mad. Close enough. So keep... no, that's a beautiful area. I it love is. that area. I love, the, I love right there in that uh, that North Carolina border of, of Virginia, both sides. Mm-hmm. And it's a 
beautiful, yeah. beautiful country. It, it, yeah. it is. It's really pretty. We've got. I always say that I traded the mountains for the lake whenever I moved uh, down to North Carolina. But it's it's very yeah. pretty. They got one of the biggest, nicest dirt track up in River Retreat too. It's a big half mile track, high bank. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. So we need to go. She, is, she, and she grew up in racing and hunting. So okay, good. I mean, it worked out great for me. <laughs> Yeah, we actually have a half a mile dirt track. It's called With Raceway, and my family raced on dirt. And uh, matter of fact, when I just went home a couple of weeks ago, we went up to the dirt track because we sort of have a new generation of the the Klein family, which is my my maiden name. The the new generation of the Klein family, the sort of rebirthing of the Klein racing that was so very well known. My um, two uncles raced a number ninety eight and number ninety nine, and then my father had a car that was number seven too. Of course, we had friends and other families cool. too that that raced there. But you know, the the Dillon boys come up there and race. We've got a lot of them that come up there. I think. Um, a couple other ones may have come up there before some, you know, like Eldora, some big dirt tracks yeah. or whatnot that they would have. But that's actually where we started our son Jeffrey's racing career. Oh, cool. Technically, I always yeah. say it really started yeah. with, with me and my family because I can remember Jeffrey came to me and he said, hey, you know, I've got this little, uh, I think, what were they called in? The U-car class or something yeah, like that. They started out with the kids. Little four-cylinders. And, yeah. and he found this little race car, and I said, all right, well, take me to and show it to me. And it was up at the, the racetrack, and he took me up there and told me how much it was going to cost, and he was able to work out a deal, and that's actually where he cut his teeth, which is where we wanted him to start was on dirt track because I, mm-hmm. I remember growing up and hearing my, my family um, did advance up into the, the asphalt and went to New River Valley, and that's mm-hmm. really where they finished out in their career when they owned, they, they at that point own race cars and junior, junior league and drove for them a couple of years too and oh. they went to actually north wilkesboro and set a track, track record records. there with the v8 so it was really cool no, um, six cylinder. or six cylinder to, to be able to see all that but you know what i'm talking about these are two brothers they would go to the racetrack with a toolbox i mean a carrier toolbox <laughs> and that's what they worked on the car with Correct. and they had their sandwiches packed in that toolbox too you don't do that no oh huh. I don't, I don't even I go, ra- I don't go to race track no more. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's cool. It's pretty neat. Pretty neat guys. So. Yeah. Well, I met my beautiful bride, Wendy, here uh, in high school. My brothers, Ben and Bill, which I've told a few stories on them in here uh, about their hunting antics. But uh, <laughs> they were uh, asked to leave the public school system. Uh, and that's another story for another day. Yep. <laughs> and I ended up going to this private school and I ran into Wendy. And so we started, uh, I tried to start dating her. Yeah, she tried to start dating her. And she, she pretty much said, I don't think so. That was back when her vision was good. And, but anyway, I ran into her years later. But when you tell us about hunting your family and what in the world you thought when we came to school? Hmm. Well, you guys had a, a reputation of your own when you came to school. So <laughs> that's why I wouldn't date you. I was scared to death of you and your brothers. Um. But I, I grew up in Mallard Creek, which is not far from Charlotte Motor Speedway. And I always heard the race cars. I could hear them from my house when they raced. But I never, we never watched racing, went to races, anything like that. So when I met Hank, you were so involved with racing, you really didn't hunt a whole, whole lot. I mean, you did, but it was just... It I was, was racing. Yeah, yeah, you were racing. That pretty much took all your time. And so... You kind of slid and snuck this whole uh, hunting thing in, <laughs> in, in stages, uh, but uh, we didn't. We didn't grow up 
hunting really we we play ball i grew up on the ball field mallard creek and play volleyball basketball softball any kind of ball you could think of but we didn't we didn't really hunt but it's been one of those things that it's evolved you know you did it for a career there for a while where you were gone all the time when i'm I'm talking about hunting and uh when i would hear you say you were going hunting it it re- it produced a lot of stress because yeah. <laughs> we have yes. four little ones and that yeah. was hard you were gone a whole lot mm-hmm. but now that you've kind of backed up and you're doing your production stuff more when i hear that you get to go hunting it's really a good thing because i know it's a break for you you get to be outside doing what you love and you always take our kids with you they love it they love spending time with you or they like the junk you bomb at the gas <laughs> <Yeah>. station <laughs> the honey on, your way, on your way to hunt. All One the of those sweets. things. Yeah. Wendy's a uh, Wendy was, them. their family, and Wendy, no exception, is just phenomenal. They're all athletes. You know, they can do yeah. every sport. And I'm goofy. I've got two <laughs> left feet. And it's so funny because she'll be out there, and I'll be trying to get her to explain to me stuff about baseball because I never watched baseball. I don't know anything about baseball. So she's out there with the boys and showing them how to throw and talking about this and this happens and that. And then so my buddies are like, hey, man, I'll show your boy how to throw a ball if you'll, you'll show us how to catch a fish and go hunt, you know. So uh, that's, always, that's always been the joke. And then, you know, I, I kind of, like she said, you know, when we first started dating and then uh, when we first uh, were married for a few years there, just racing was so consuming. Right. And on the back side of that, I, I would go hunting and, I I would take her some, but then I realized really quick, I especially shooting a bow, this this is not a good deal. If I can't beat her in golf, if I can't beat her in tennis, I'm thinking I do not need to have this woman out. For, you know, I don't yes. need her picture on social media with a big, you know, 180 inch butt <laughs> beside my doe. Yes, know? exactly. That's not gonna work out too good for my ego. That's what would happen though. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. definitely what would happen. That's we, a problem. We go skeet shooting and she outshoots all of us. Oh, yeah. I've it's had, like her first time, you know. That. I've gone hunting with you a few times. Because we have four kids, that's limited, too. But yeah. Tell them about the, when we went amount, No, listen, on the times we've hunted. It's not been real good. You've slept every single hey, Yeah, night. I get that, too. I mean, and hey. I've had great naps, too. It's, it hey. is awesome. That's hey. my favorite part. So I don't know about going in with my tennis shoes, climbing a branch, <laughs> up, in a, up in a tree stand. I like to go where you've box. got... So, yeah, you're you're either on the ground by a tree in the sun or you're somewhere with a nice heater. By so I take her turkey hunting, right? I've got these birds in this one area. And we get on these birds in the roost. I'm slipping in way before daylight. And we get we get set up. And for whatever reason, they just kind of go the other way. It's one of those deals where they're on a, in a holler and they could go either way. And uh, they just went the other way. And so we start going to go around and work work these birds from another angle. Because I know where they're going, you know, and... I'm not going to be too too gung ho. I'm just going to be strategic, and if they walk out, we'll shoot them, you know. And so we're walking, walking, walking. I'm having fun. It's beautiful. We're walking in this green bottom, and we're going to come around about three quarters of a mile down from where these birds are going to come out. And so we're just taking our time. And I'm not. And she's, you know, she's all Miss Athletic, working out and stuff. I bet she's having so much fun. She's back there walking. By the time I stop, and I just, hey, is this awesome or what? And she looks like she's about to cry. It is probably, I don't know, 60 degrees. She's like, I'm going to freeze to death and die right here. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We just walked a mile, and she's freezing. And she said, plus, I don't think you know where we're at. What are we going to do if we can't get out of here? (laughs) It's logical thinking here. (laughs) I'm thinking, what is she talking? In my mind, I'm thinking, she's lost her mind. What is she thinking about? Yeah, Wendy, you've lost your mind, you know. (laughs) 
I said, what do you mean uh, we're, we're going to be lost? I said, I said, you know, there's a housing development three miles that way. There's a road, you know, a couple miles this way and another housing development behind us. I mean, I don't think we're going to be lost, you know. I mean, the word lost. And I said, uh, so she gets all upset. So we, I keep walking. I think, you know, hey, it's better just to zip my mouth and yeah. keep walking. So we keep walking. We get up there, and she taps me on the shoulder. And I'm thinking, oh, Lord. She said, I really think you're lost. You don't know where we're at. <laughs> Am I lying? No, you're not lying. <laughs> so I tell her, I said, look, um, we're going to go up here, and there's going to be a log laying across this path. And there will be like an old, old, old Pepsi, a Pepsi can stuck on a uh, on a limb. She's like, why? Said, we'll just walk up there, and you'll see. So we walk up there. And was it there? It was there. She it said, still didn't make me feel better because I didn't know where I was. <laughs> she said, She's the one who was lost. Now, why, why is the can on the stick? I said, because I can't see it in the dark. I can tell that's where I'm supposed to stop. <laughs> I find stuff in the woods and I stick it yes, places. So I know it, yeah. It's just breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah. That amazes me because I have a great sense of direction. You know, like on the roads, when I can see things, I'm... I'm good. It's, yes. But but when I'm in the woods, I have no sense of direction. Yeah, it's easy to get lost, I mean. Yeah. But he and my boys are really good at it too. I mean, they can I'm amazed. I think I think it's a I stay lost on the I road. I think it's a special gift. But I don't get too lost in the woods, I guess. It just depends. Mm-hmm. I've had my moments, but I would never admit <laughs> it if you were with me. <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So how long have have y'all been together actually dating and all? Let's see. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. <laughs> Appreciate that. We're getting I mean, ready to go up. We're getting ready to have our 15-year huh. anniversary. We dated for about two years before that. Really? We two? went to I the prom together. I did talk about her into going to the prom with me. four years before that, yeah. Yeah, but she wouldn't go out with me. Well, Seriously, I, you know how it is, you know, at the prom. Do you know I'm how thinking. he asked me to the prom? He had hey, hey, my hey, cousin hey. call me and ask <laughs> if Hank calls or writes you a letter and says, will you go to the prom with me? <laughs> what got, will you say? I got the end, at the end of the... Check yes or no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was lame. It was lame. I had so no game. getting the inside scoop before you no actually... Game. I was yeah. racing one of the uh, Concord uh, Big Ten races that weekend, too, oh, yeah. so I was trying to work it all out. But... Uh, at the end of the prom, she stuck out her hand, gave me a big handshake, said, I guess I'll see you around. Like, see ya. Really? Yeah. It was a good thing, though. We waited into each other about a year after I finished college and got mm-hmm. back home, and, and the rest was history. We, hmm. And we had four babies. We got four kids and adopted You had them. Right them. I mean, yeah. I contributed, but you had them, so I can't take I credit for that. I did have them. Yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a neat story. You're in the process of adopting right now. That's yeah, that's pretty special. Mm-hmm. We're excited about it. We're we're two years into it. We've been waiting for over, I'd say, thirteen months um, yeah. for a referral. And so, as soon as we get a referral, we'll get to go to Haiti for two weeks and spend time with oh, her, and then hopefully bring her home within you know six weeks, a couple months. So yeah. it's yes. been a long process, but we've got four kids, so God's really blessed us, and yeah. we're busy yeah. and and content. But we just want to be a part of. Yeah, so rescuing another child and yeah. giving her the love that we have to offer. That's the so. most yeah. admirable thing that anyone can do, and that just the, yeah. the that that's really a neat thing to be able to. We're looking forward to it, and her. you know, someone said, "Isn't that hard to wait?" And it's like, really, it's not hard for us because, like, when you said we have four kids, mm-hmm. we just, you know, you think about those kids who are living in in that particular uh, situation, and then you kind of have the celebrityism and movie stars who seem to adopt, and people kind of make fun of that and they asked well why would you why would you leave this country to adopt and 
you know, why wouldn't you adopt in this country? And my, my answer to that is yes. Do both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, if 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 you feel like you, you want to adopt here, there, what you know, uh, in our particular situation and the way it worked out, it just worked out good for us and we're we're really excited and we're looking we're looking forward to that. We'll have a little different looking family, the you know, the dynamic and uh, you know. And uh, when we get this little girl here and be she's gonna be our girl. Right. She's gonna grow yeah, up in, awesome. in her culture of hunting and fishing and that's racing. Right. That's right. <laughs> you know what? She ain't gonna know what hit her. That's right. This is exciting. And your yeah, guys' kids are just excited. such a, a great group of kids. So I'm sure that this, that having those siblings, that that'll be such awesome opportunity for, for I her think to they're be looking to be forward to it as yeah. much as we yeah. are we keep yeah. trying to explain to them you know this may not be perfect and this kid no matter you know how great we you know may think we are that a gift we're giving them they're coming out of a hard situation right. yeah. so we just been trying to mentally prepare them you know that this may this may make our family harder for a little bit but it's a sacrifice and that's just part of what we're offering you know mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah anyway, what a great lesson learned sweet that's that's cool yeah we're excited. We're real excited. And if you, things get crazy, we'll just send Uncle Catfish with them. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that. <laughs> Yo, do can not. I tell a catfish story? Sure. We were, we had Alex, and she, that's our oldest, and so she was probably, what, maybe six months old, just sitting up, yeah. and we had to go to our accountant, which just happened to be right across from Catfish's apartment. Thought, he was a single man at the time. Oh, and we no. thought, well, we'll just leave him with her for, or leave her with him for just a little bit. I mean, maybe, what, 30 minutes? Yeah. So we drop her off and some toys in a bag, and we come back, and we're like, where's Alex? And he said, she's in the bathtub. We're like, why is she in the bathtub? It was the middle of the day. He said, because she pooped in her diaper, and I did not know what to do with her. So I put all her toys in there with her, and she's been hanging out all day. Oh, Lord. <laughs> she left. Oh, that would be him. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> good stuff. That's funny. Yeah. Good stuff. What's good up, show. Renee? What is your favorite wild game to prepare, cook, or eat? Mm. You know, it's kind of funny. I mean, I, I really like a little bit of everything because we very rarely ever go and buy meat mm. from a store. So most of everything that we cook at home has been something that we've harvested ourselves or our family has harvested on their farm. But um, probably what I like as far as in a recipe itself is I like bear chili with bear meat oh, wow. and i think really? it's because the oh. the bear meat has has a little more fatter to it mm-hmm. and the texture of it but we actually make with bear burger um chili beans and it is the best it's now so good. that's I, a good idea how, how no it's really meat? good i mean how, how you start all that <laughs> well like i said it is more there's more fat to bear mm-hmm. so it is mm-hmm. a little bit more greasier yeah. normally like with venison you've got like no fat right. um, which is when we right. now my, my father and my mother always quarter their deer themselves and then we would typically only process the burger part mm-hmm. which was my family owned a meat processing company so even the beef that come in it we'd always do 50 50 beef with the the venison mm-hmm. but um the bear, the the oh, bear meat, just—I think it just cooks up really good, and we—that's sort of mixed too. But we tried cooking bear, and it, we we did, did not. Do the well. other way that I like bear meat is that my mom would always she would cube it, yeah. and she does this with deer too, and put it into a quart jar, and just put a little bit of salt on top, and then pressure cook it. Can it? You can, can it. can it? You can open it up and just eat it just like that. It's like real stringy. It's really really good. But we also make barbecue too with the bear meat. I can that remember like doing that. Idea. But and then I've got a dove recipe too that I like. You, I think Wendy said that you may do this. The kebabs. You know, 
well, you you know, we you sort of mm-hmm. like butterfly and you mm-hmm. flake, cut the you know debone, debone or whatever, it. and we put um, cream cheese and oh, a jalapeno, yeah. oh, and yeah. then wrap it wrap with the bacon, bacon, and then brush with maple syrup and a little bit of brown sugar. Mm. Oh, I haven't done it's that. Good. It's good. Yeah. Syrup. I it's good. Yeah. That. You know, it's just well, such you a do little that with deer meat a lot. Yeah, I just don't do the syrup. Uh, that's yeah. that's kind of how I do goose meat. Yeah. I'll, I'll do Canadian goose that way. Yeah. I think the big trick for me is uh, soaking mine in buttermilk. I soak uh, a Canadian goose in uh, buttermilk to pull that blood out and make it taste a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really good. It really is. Man, that's too good. That's so good. Right. I can't. Wow. Bear chili, son. Yeah. A- actually, ask Kelly. Because the last bear chili we made was off of Kelly's bear that she yeah. shot in Pennsylvania. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I bought her some. And she's, you know, sort of a little hesitant. She's. I said uh, opened up, I think, her pal a little bit more to wild game now that she hunts more. But yeah. she was a little bit hesitant. But then when she ate it, she's like, oh, my gosh, this is good. Yeah, that's <laughs> that cool. That's good. That's real good. So. That's awesome. Do you m- have a lot of extra bear meat? Do you guys keep? No, I don't I think bear. we've got maybe. I've never shot a bear. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to, I always grill them down. Like, I had to get it from Kelly. She <laughs> <laughs> that's good, man. You ain't right. I want to. I'd like to shoot a bear, but. I've never had the opportunity. We can take care of that. We can make that happen. I went on a bear hunt one time, and it was like for hunting down south, southern style or something like that, TV show. Yeah. And I'm sitting in this tree, and these squirrels, about 20 yards out, are going in a little hole in this tree. And they're having a heyday, just walking around, <laughs> in and out and everything. And it gets light enough I can see. I'm like, oh, it's yellow. And I look at my binoculars, and there's corn there. Oh, stuffed yeah. up in that tree. Yeah, that's not a good. That's not. So good. I look at the cameraman. I said, "Man, this corner over there, I'm gone." He says, "No, no, we're fine." I'm like, "No, I got down left." Yeah. And so that guy got busted two days after that day. I was in the tree stand for baiting. Ooh. And he yeah. soaked it with sugar, mm. the corn, mm. and stuffed it up in that tree. That'll get you in trouble, right it there. It didn't get me in trouble. That's the day I built my honey. That's smart. <laughs> That's smart, though. <laughs> yeah, we must have missed that episode. I, I, yeah. Y'all missed that. Wendy. We don't know what that means, but yeah. okay. I don't either. You just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember? Yes, I remember. Yeah. don't remember. Okay. <laughs> well, it was neat because we, we met, actually me and my wife met at a open house at my dad's dealership. He would do one every year. He would come in after the North Wilkesboro race and bring in another driver. It would be on a Monday. And people would line up, like, start at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, line up, and it would be all day long signing. He'd mm. get there about 11, do a little things with the employees, and then go sign for our, all the customers or the fans. And I worked there. I was a service advisor there, and I was sitting there and in the service aisle. I took care of customers when they come in, write up their repairs and stuff. Well, her sister came back there and was talking to us, and she worked at a dealership in Virginia doing the same thing. And we just went on this new computer system and as far as, you know, how we re- wrote the uh, repairs up for warranty and stuff. And she was showing me all these shortcuts because she's been on it for a while. She's like, let me show you all this and all these shortcuts and everything. And we sat there and talked for a while. And we didn't have no warranty clerk to file all the warranty claims at Chevrolet. And we was about six months behind. So I asked her, I said, you ever thought about working in North Carolina? She's like, well, no. That's smart. I'm like. Would you think about it? And she's like, well, it depends. I said, what does it depend on? She said, well, this is what I make. I said, okay. So I talked to the service manager and the general manager, and we offered a little bit more, quite a bit more than what she was making, and she came down and worked for about eight months, maybe a year, and got us caught up. 
Well, during that time, I had seen Renee out there, you know, on the lot with her mom and her cousin, and Dad actually got them to come into the showroom and sit on the couch instead of standing in line. So mm-hmm. he had to stand in line. And we talked, we didn't really talk. We talked a little bit that day, but not much. Well, her sister came to work. And every time her sister would get a phone call, I would intercept it. <laughs> Did you see how fast he I was like, snap it up. And you were like, hey. If I was with the customer, I'd hang on a minute. I got this. And I'd say, hello. Sir, I'd say, service is Carrie. And it'd be like, it'd either be her husband, Jay, or I would call her, or it'd be his little sweet Renee. And we'd sit there and talk a little bit. And transfer her on over to her sister. And about probably... Five, four or five months of that, just talking and got talking more and more. I talked her into coming and watch me race at Hickory when I run Lake Models. Cool. So she came down and watched me race and heard her mom and all. And we kind of talked and nickered here and there and went to dinners and stuff. <laughs> but then the following, the following year, nickered. the following year at the open house, <laughs> nickered. they came in. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a sweet, nice story I here, know, y'all. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm it's not funny. It's not. It is. It's awesome. It is. <laughs> so, so the following year, we had the open house, and we had our like mall cars out there on display, me, Kelly, Dell Jr., and all. And she came in, and we were sitting there talking. We talked a lot that time. She hung out a little bit and stuff. We got time to put everything up. Everybody's done everything. And I asked her, she won't. Help me put my car up. She's like, sure. I said, all right. We jump on the door, and I'll start it up and drove it down to the trailer. I said, get off and guide me on the trailer. Make sure I don't hit the fender wells and stuff. <laughs> well, she guided me on there, and I got out, and I strapped everything down in the back and got up under the front, strapped it down. And I, asked her, I had closed the back door, and so the front door still open. The lights were on inside. And I said, you think it's strapped down? She's good. She says, yeah. And I was like, no, feel it. And she reached down and filled it. When she came up, I kissed her. Oh, wow. Were you expecting I'm like, that? No. Is it going to be a good thing or is it going to be awful? That's it's his gonna, move. That's his go to move. Or it's right going to hurt. Uh, and luckily, it didn't hurt. Oh, my goodness. You still have all your teeth. So we're here. This is about 22 years ago. 23 years ago. 20 some, yeah. Yeah. Because we're yeah. going on our 18th anniversary. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. In January. Oh, some hard times. <laughs> If you ever ask me to strap down a car, I'm not doing it. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why she has stayed around as long as she has with all she's been through. I thought he was brave. I thought, okay, this must mean something to him if he was willing to take that risk. So, (laughs) like, it worked out good. Poor guy, like Wendy. She's like, there's something wrong with this poor guy. I'm gonna be nice to him. That's what she thought about me. I mean, it was a year, and I, I mean, I knew it was right. Yep. So it's gonna happen. We're still here. Did you know that he liked you? I sort of had a feeling that he did. This, yeah. I mean, I, every I time mean, I, I had to talk to him at least once a week, that was probably a given. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, can I speak to my sister who I call for? You know, ask yeah. for Terry, not Carrie, well, I mean, but okay. it kind of sounded the same. I know, I'm just picking on you. No, I sort of had a, a little bit of, a, of an idea. But, yeah. yeah. I knew she liked me. That's sweet. Of course. Help yeah. me, Lord. How could you not? I did. Actually, I have a story that I don't think either one of you all probably know this, but whenever you guys had announced that, that you were pregnant mm-hmm. with your, your <laughs> oldest daughter, Alex, that Carrie and I had actually been trying for quite a long time. So I can remember when you announced that feeling, I mean, like over six months or yeah. something like that. And then not too long after that, obviously, we were pregnant. Yeah. So I was like, yay. Yeah. I had my <laughs> had two boys day, from a previous marriage. She had her girl from a previous marriage. We talked about yeah. having one together, and it's like, okay. 
let's try. And then finally it was like, <laughs> I'm no good. Nothing happened. <laughs> so let's just quit trying. Yeah. And it happened. Yeah. yeah. And now we got the little 13 year old Kayla. Yeah. Yes, sweet yeah. little Kayla. Now I'll be out there playing volleyball together this yeah. afternoon. I yeah. know it. Well, you know, you were saying you play sports. I was the same way. And you know, our, our daughter, our youngest daughter, Kayla, rodeos. And uh, everyone asks now, like, did you rodeo? Because they obviously know that Carrie didn't do any kind of rodeo. And I'm like, no, we, no, I didn't rodeo. I played sports. I was very active. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I played every, I led her four years in varsity basketball, four years in volleyball. I ran track and hurdles, majorette. I'm like, we just, Mm-hmm. Didn't have time for that. Didn't didn't have the knowledge either to be able to do that kind of stuff either. So um, sports was a big thing too for me, and I, I'm sort of competitive too, which is uh, probably not bit. good either. Which <laughs> is probably why bit. when we go, it skeet, makes it she, rough, well, rough, we, rough when we play. Yeah, games. even when we play board games, it's ugly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we've experienced <laughs> that. Y'all taught us the dominoes. Remember that? Uh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. oh yes. It's 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 quite. <laughs> On our honeymoon, we competed a. Like, who can run up the stairs the fastest, whatever. So, finally, I beat him about it at everything. We played tennis, and he would hit the ball as hard as he could. I could play some mean tennis, yeah. huh? At me, so he could win. <laughs> I know. I had bruises after our honeymoon. Well. But he See, won. we're not he, the only one. But yep. he won in something, so anyway. But I'll ask you, Hank, because I got a funny story with Carrie that just happened with Kayla's last hunt. When you do go hunting and you take your kids... Is it Hank the hunter when Hank the hunter is by himself or Hank the hunter that is the dad at the moment? Do you find yourself not exactly as put together when your children are around, out there in the blind, ruffling the bags or whatnot? You know, a little bit of both. You know, that's hard because you're trying to ride that fine line of let's let them have fun but not get to. But I want them to also experience that good that 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 fun uh experience of seeing the animal come in and and on all of that but at the same time when it's my when when Boone's sitting in my lap and we're turkeying my heart gets to beating so fast I'm thinking I'm going to have a heart attack right here <laughs> I can't see I'm starting to see black dots <laughs> so it's it, it's a, it, it it's tougher because you want them to have fun but you want them to be quiet so they can enjoy it you want to teach them and yeah. it's, it's it's a tough thing to balance you Carrie got, we got uh, better at that thing as they've gotten older, yeah, it's just gotten let, older. let go just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little more patience with yeah. it. Well, Carrie, when we took, Kayla got her first turkey, her first kill this past year, and I, you guys had talked about it with her. But it was so funny because we got up there the day before. Carrie went out and took a look at where we were going to be hunting and everything. Didn't even think to set up, you know, because she is hunting with a 12-gauge, mm. the <laughs> the mount or whatever. Yeah, that I had she, it on a sled, uh, sled, uh, lead sled. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he didn't set that up or anything. So we get out that, that morning. And he's all in a big rut, you know, rush before the the light comes up, and oh, we've yeah. got that sled thing that he's carrying. And he's loud, <laughs> and he's making us go fast and everything. And we get in there, and it's really a smaller blind than probably need to be hunting. And he gets it all set up, and you know, me and Kayla are sitting in the corner just letting him do his thing because he's like yeah. a mad scientist yeah. on a on a mission. And we get set down, and he starts going through all kinds of every bag that's there that's in the blind with us. He forgot his turkey calls. <laughs> Okay, I'm guilty of all of that. Too. <laughs> I've had that. So, but we had the GoPros and the, <laughs> and the twelve yeah. gauge. And 12 we had gauge. everything else, but it was it's funny. It's yeah. funny to see you excited. Just the excitement yeah, of fun. having the kids there. That's good. I mean, it's just it's just good all the way around. Thank you, ladies, for coming on the show with us. It, it wasn't, good. Hey, it wasn't as bad as I thought us. it would have been. 
well, it's kind of easy. I, know, I feel like we need to do it again so we can talk a little bit before. I, know, I think know. so, too. Sure there's not anything yeah. to talk about. Yeah. That's why we kind of do it on your last minute. That's right. We're going to try to keep the incriminating evidence as low as possible. And I get a text from Winnie. She said, are you doing the podcast today? Like, a couple <laughs> hours ago, and I'm like, yeah, aren't you too? I said, yeah, but I didn't believe Hank. I just want to make sure you have the dates right. <laughs> <laughs> Or he wasn't dragging me on here by myself. Yeah. Wouldn't do that to you. I would never, ever do anything like that. Well, I know, Carrie, you wouldn't, but Hank would. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie's too nice. Well, that was fun. Good times. I mean, last chance, ladies, y'all. I mean, anything else? I think that's it. Good? We're good. (laughs) I give them a chance, Hank. They didn't even do it. Till the next time. That was gracious. That was good. All right. Well, I guess that does it for this week's Earnhardt Outdoors with the Waves episode. It's kind of easy. I was sweating at first. Yeah. It's kind of got cooler in here. Yeah, it's not too bad. We'll see. We'll see if I still get to go hunting this afternoon. If we can intimidate them like this at home. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, that about does it for this week's Earnhardt Outdoors here in the Azalta studio. We want to thank Azalta for its continued support and urge you to head over to azaltaracing.com to check out photos and news on the Azalta Racing number 88 car that Junior drove that is being subbed by Jeff Gordon now. And Alex Bowman, too. So those two guys are doing good. Alex had a good run at Chicago this past week. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. And, you know, I, I haven't been a follower racing a whole lot because we rodeo so much now mm-hmm. and we don't get to watch TV. But I get to follow on the NASCAR app on my phone. And it's, it's pretty cool to see Alex and all them guys, mm-hmm. you know, supporting Dale like they have and the Hendrick Motorsports team. Yeah, and to see Jeff Gordon step back out of retirement. Yeah. I, I mean, that. says a lot, you know, and, and you know, we said it last time, we're just all praying and pulling for Dale Jr. to get better and to recover from his concussion and get back in that 88. We're ready to, ready to see that. Yeah, ready to see some more action and see some excitement from him. Mm-hmm. Well, once again, I want to say this, too. Send us something on uh, social media. We're, at, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. At Earnhardt Outdoors is, uh, is our handle. Shoot us uh, comments, questions. Uh, don't bust our chops about Carrie's lame uh, kiss on Renee or my, my horrible proposal to the prom. I'm good with it, man. Just like you handshake, you know? <laughs> You're a step above me, man. Yeah, a little bit. Y'all did me. It's good. Anyway. It's good having, good having a conversation with these guys. Shoot us some info. We'll talk about it. Yeah, get some questions. If you have questions for these women, ask us. We'll get the answer for you. <laughs> Oh, it'd be our think. version but not theirs <laughs> that's right and that's the way that's the way it's gonna be <laughs> yeah but anyway thanks ladies for coming on and enjoyed it and had a good time alright thanks Thank thanks y'all. for enjoyed having it us too. we enjoy look, listening to you guys yeah, yeah. look forward to seeing y'all next time here on Earnhardt Outdoors thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio hey everyone this is Justin Allgaier host of Junior Motorsports Upfront tune in to Dirty Mo Radio every Thursday as Jonathan Davis and I talk about everything Junior Motorsports welcome guests and more